Hi there, Peter Bergman here, Radio Free Oz's daily podcast, and oh boy, I twitted the debate last night. The eight garden gnomes yammering at each other. Going to talk about it because, hey, one of these bozos is going to run against the great not me in the White House, and just by doing so has at least a better chance than anybody else but the great O of being our commander-in-chief and our president of the United States for at least four years. What a frightening thought. Well, I twitted the um, debate, and also during the commercials, I did audio pieces, which I got up in time for people to listen to, and here's my wrap-up on the debate, and then we'll go from there. Okay, that wraps it up. No blood sport tonight. Uh, nobody getting cheered because they execute people, and uh, nobody getting cheered because they want to let people die who don't have health insurance, and no captains on active duty, gay captains in Iraq, being booed because they glad to see DADT gone. No, this was in many ways the emptiest of the debates. Nothing, really nothing got said. Cut taxes, cut regulations, defeat Obama, Get rid of Obamacare. Get people believing in themselves again or something like it. Uh, Rick Santorum thinks it's, we all ought to be Catholics is basically what he's saying. Newt Gingrich, my God, what a loose cannon. What a self-absorbed pseudo-intellectual. He's willing to run with any idea if, if he can have fun with it. The man is completely unpredictable. And Rick Perry is so local. He truly is a Texan. He makes George Bush look like an ultra-mundane. At least George went to Yale, and of course, as Perry said, he went to Texas A&M and nearly flunked out. He is a Texan from beginning to end, and I don't think he plays beyond it. Ron Paul, oh my, oh my, libertarian America, that just doesn't hold. But... Romney, he just hung with it. Romney believes that just by being cool and informed, or so-called so informed, and by not taking any real position, not standing up and said, saying, I've done some great things in the past. You don't like it? Too bad. He hung there. I don't know about Herman Cain. He's a clown. He's a 999er. Of course, he's trying to represent a party that's been saying 999, no, 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 in Congress since the beginning. Well, they're coming on again next week. I'm going to be there just because this is important. One of these garden gnomes is going to be running against the not me in the White House. So this is Radio Free Oz signing off for now, but we'll be with you tomorrow morning. So remember, we're going to get through this together. RadioFreeOz.com. Go on up and put some Oz in your ears. And here we are the next morning talking about the debate. Well, here's what Roger Simon had to say. Who's behind the curtain? This is a great metaphor for Oz. The Republican race is turned into the Wizard of Oz. Rick Perry wants a brain. Mitt Romney wants a heart. And any number of candidates are Dorothy, realizing there is no place like home, and they should have stayed there. Herman Cain is seeking courage. He needs the courage to face the fact that he is never going to be the Republican nominee, no matter how well he does in the polls. He needs the courage to settle for something far better than the presidency his own show on Fox. And here's one of my favorites, Andrew Sullivan. 
He says, I really don't know what to say to this. I find it surreal. I'd like a minimally intrusive federal government and lower flatter taxes, so why do I feel so detached from this debate? I think because I respect the president and have some sympathy with the appalling legacy he was bequeathed, because I still believe the GOP has responsibility for that legacy, and it would behoove them to figure out where they went wrong rather than insist on doing all the same things again. And because... As I argued earlier today, 2011 is not 1979, and repeating Reaganism is simply not attuned to the times. When revenues are in the toilet, debt and the threat of deflation are omnipresent and corporate profits are enormous. He says, Huntsman, I can understand and appreciate. Perry is an empty, bad suit. Romney lies with such facility it unnerves me. Bachman is a fanatic, as although I am extremely fond of him, is Ron Paul. Santorum just seems like a lost child from the 1950s trying to have the campaign he dreamed about when he was 10. Kane is an egomaniac businessman with a talk show host patter and a mild wit. Gingrich is a giant, gaseous asshole. Thank you, Andrew. Rick Perry. Oh, as I said, you know, in the wrap-up, such a local Texan. Here's my favorite quote from him last night. We don't need to be focused on passing this policy or that policy. Well, there you go. Hey, 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 hey. Well, here's more on Herman Cain, because remember, Herman is, is one of the people leading this charge. Imagine if he was running against Obama. So on political, Ben White says Herman Cain was okay, but his belief that he could scrap the current tax code and impose flat 9% income corporate and national sales tax as soon as he takes office is flat out crazy. We got gas bags, we got crazy people. As in the notion that all Americans want this kind of non-progressive tax code that would almost certainly increase the deficit and unleash little economic growth, there is simply no evidence that 999 would do anything. Kane also seemed fairly ridiculous, saying he has two secret candidates in the wings to take over as Fed chairman. And his defense of Alan Greenspan as his model of a good Fed chair? Bizarre, given Kane's Tea Party support. But actually, I guess we did have a blood sport moment. Minor, but still blood sport, and that goes to Newt Gingrich, the great doddering pseudo-intellectual. And we wonder, is it a violation of congressional decorum to call for your fellow colleagues to be thrown in jail? Newt Gingrich lobbed a bomb in yesterday's debate, telling audiences that he would like to imprison Barney Frank and Chris Dodd, co-authors of last year's financial reform package. The attack drew a fierce and immediate rebuttal from Frank, who slammed the self-styled intellectual leader of the free world for his very odd comments. Odd indeed. Hey, did you watch last night? I think the numbers are going down. Hey, did you have to constantly, because of your own issues, have to go to the potty now and again and miss some of the great pearls of wisdom? Well, here's the solution. Hi, this is Brandy Randy Legs. If this were a TV ad, you'd recognize me as the star of Little Miss Slutshine, Lord of the Cock Rings, and my hot new animation feature, Finding Nympho. 30 years in the adult film business has left me with four ex-husbands, a house in the Hollywood Hills, and a urinary tract that's had more work done on it than I-80. I can't do my business on set if every time I lie down on my back, I have to get up to do my business. I need help. Yes, you do, Brandy. That's why you bought the pharmaceuticals, developed Pinot More. 
Are you a doctor? No, but I do sound like one, and sound doctors agree that nothing puts an end to depends like pee no more. Oh, no more diaper rash on my popo? That's right, Brandy. Pinot More is a revolutionary combination of Euroblockers and sphincter pinchers that keep you on the job and off the potty. Don't wonder drugs have side effects. No worries, Brandy. Except for the occasional field hallucination, catatonic episode, and spontaneous combustion, Pinot More is side effect free. Hooray! Pinot More is another perilous pill from You Bought the Pharmaceuticals, a plausibly deniable division of US+. U.S. Plus. We own the idea of America. Looks like we're going to have another clown in the race. Joe the Plumber is going to run for the House of Representatives in his district in Ohio. But if he's looking for support from his fellow plumbers, he's in for some bad news. Some of the nation's most notable plumbing trade associations are reacting to news of Joe's run with disinterest, or in one case discussed. Rick Tevern Sr. is with the United Association of Journeymen and Apprentices of the Plumbing and Pipe Fitting Industry of the United States and Canada, known simply as UA to the 340,000 members it claims, and writes, as you know, both Dennis Kucinich and Marcy Kaptur are also considering this race and have stood by working families time and time again. In doing so, they have both earned the strong support of our members in Ohio. Joe the Plumber may have played a part in the 2008 election story, but we know that the plumbers of the United Association and all other plumbers who care about working people will continue to support either Democratic nominee, not Joe the Plumber. Joe the Plumber and um, Sarah Palin are two gifts we got from John McCain in 2008. Let's wrap it up with a comment on Occupy Wall Street, which is beginning to really freak out the right wing, as represented by sniveling Eric Cantor. Now, you know, I don't agree with a lot of people in Congress. Some I like, some I don't like. Eric Cantor, I thoroughly despise. It's because he's such a sniveling hypocrite. Okay, House Majority Leader Eric Cantor yesterday backed away from his contention that Occupy Wall Street protesters are a mob, but criticized Democratic leaders who offer support for their message. You've all seen snaps of uh, OWS, maybe seen some videos. Mob, I don't think, really catches it. Interesting protesters, gatherings of kind of a diverse gathering of people of various ages, mainly young. Yeah, mob. Uh -uh. Okay, so well, here's what Cantor says. Here's how he backpedals. What I was attempting to say is that the action and statements of leaders, elected leaders in this town, condoning the pitting of Americans against Americans is not very helpful right now. Hey, what has Cantor done for the last two years but pit Americans against Americans? Cantor said when asked if he regretted calling protesters mobs in remarks made last week, he said to sit here and vilify one sector of the economy, industries, etc. is not helpful. People are lacking confidence right now. We have elected leaders stirring the pot right now. That is not good. So he says it's not fair to just take on Wall Street and leave the other bozos untouched. Well, I agree, Eric. It wasn't just Wall Street. The realty industry, all sorts of other banking, various retail, the American government, and on and on and on. But a mob, it isn't. Okay, 
that was uh, <laughs> the day after the debates. They're going to do it again next week, and I'm going to twit it again and do some audio and have some more fun, and I, I just really want you all to join in so that we can take a look at all those people on the screen and yell at them in unison, Everything you know is wrong. <laughs>